phone down. What? All right. What are we doing? Episode what? Ten. Episode ten. All right, hello Claire. Hello Lisa Sinclair. Hello Claire Isaac. Hello. Lisa Sinclair Isaac. Oh yeah. That's funny. Like We've never worked that out, have we? Yeah, we have. Well, we have. We had Sinclair Solutions. We did have Sinclair Solutions. <laughs> but Lisa Sinclair Isaac is is particularly good. I really like. I, I think we should just do that in future. <laughs> okay. Okay. We are your hosts. We Lisa like a branch of Lisa Sinclair Isaac. Welcome, it's amazing. Welcome to Playing Devil's Avocado. Yes. In this episode, yep. there's a few things we're going to talk about. Incidental exercise, and I know these are really usually boring, but you found a really good list of things to do. Yeah, picking up marbles with your yeah, toes. Yeah, being carrying like a cat or something. Yeah. Um, we're going to investigate why you should nourish your social... Now, what? how do I pronounce biome, this? Biome, I think. Biome. Yeah. Your social biome. Yeah. So not your usual gut, gut flora. Mm-hmm. This is your social biome. There's some culture club, there's some snack attack, mm-hmm. there's some what hurts now, mm-hmm. there's some what's cooking. It's all your favourites. It's all your bits and your bobs. Many bobs, not a lot of bits. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but to start, Claire. Yes, Lisa. Now listen, you have two mottos in life. Yeah. One is, eat, eat the, the truffles. truffles. <laughs> and the other, be Being nice a... to your mum. That's right. Now listen, you sent me this video and I watched it. And I was sober and I didn't know what was going on. And then later, and I said, it's too small, what's going on? And then you sent me a bigger version and I watched it drunk later. Yeah. And I was crying. Yeah, I cried. Oh. I, if I watch it now, I cry anyway. Oh, so describe the video. Well, it's a video yes. of what we did on the weekend. Yes. Which was, it was my mother's birthday. Hello, Marion. Hi, Marion. And my brother lives in Melbourne. Yeah. Hasn't seen her for 18 months. Wow. Because of... Covid. The Covid. Um, she'd had a couple of tickets to go down at various times during the year and hasn't been able to go. They were coming up at Christmas and then there was that lockdown, couldn't come up, blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's been a long time. So I said to my brother, mm. why don't you come up and surprise mum? Yeah. And he was like, okay. And like, it just randomly just went and booked tickets straight yes. away. So then on Sunday, Saturday, we went to lunch at her favourite cafe in Galston. And we planned it to perfection. He was in the car. She, he hid in the back of the car while she drove into the car park. She ran in, the, in the back of her car. No, back of our car. Oh, okay. While she drove into. Oh, you the picked car him up from the park. airport. I picked him up from the airport. That's nice of you. Yes. Um, she um, randomly backed into a flower pot, <laughs> and so there was a, <laughs> a moment of yep. um, confusion. Anyway, um, and then he stayed in the car while we walked with her into the restaurant, and then he um, got on FaceTime, and we pretended we were FaceTiming each other, yeah. and then he walked in and tapped her on the shoulder, Aww. and then she cried. I'm crying just thinking about it. I cried. Oh, it's so lovely. And then everyone Lee cried. It. Yeah, my husband videoed it, and then... Yeah. Um, we cried quite a while. My mum mm. couldn't stop crying. It was very cute. Yeah. And then every time I've watched it since, I've cried. Yeah, it was lovely. really, very lovely. And she was just so delighted she to see so him. She was so happy, wasn't she? And it was just such a nice thing to do. And I think it was it was a real moment of human connection. Yes. Like you don't have many of those kind of no. moments where you suddenly go, oh, I've actually made you really happy. Well, yeah. no, I haven't, but that we have done yeah. something that's made well, you, you so did. You organised it. And happy and... Um, it's so easy to do, make people happy. I mean, the thing I said to you was, um, how much 
You look like your mum. Yeah, I don't know that. I yeah, you've got exactly the same tone, Aww. voice tone, and the Aww. same smile. Aww. Oh, it was a really beautiful thing to see. It was lovely. Well done, well you. done, Daniel. Well done, well Marianne. done, all of you. Well, well done, done, all of all. you. Well, we should probably like that. Should probably lean into our um, social bio. Bio. <laughs> story because <laughs> yes. it's all Flashing about human, it. human connection yeah. so it's a guardian story by moya sana and it's about the social biome how to build nourishing friendships and banish loneliness yeah um so you've heard of your gut microbiome because we talk about that about your gut flora and how important it is my gut flora in particular yeah so you're um <laughs> jeffrey hall who's a professor professor of communication studies um he talks about the interactions and relationships that shape our emotional, psychological and physical health. And apparently it's all a bit out of whack because of COVID and lockdowns. Yeah. Um, and he said it's based, It's all about the social interactions that you need, like food, to feel socially nourished. Well, we've also touched on this was your brain needs it, doesn't it? Otherwise it shrinks if you yes. don't have enough interaction with other people. Yeah. And he said it's not, um, like with food, it's not just quantity, but variety and quality. <laughs> if only I knew that. Yeah, so it's not <laughs> just going and eating Big Macs. Um, so it could be things, and people are really missing out on it at the moment, especially overseas, I think they're much yeah. worse off. But then we're in, you know, we've got people in lockdown again, haven't we? Yeah. So, um, and it's little things. They've done all this research and it's it, it's the daily little things that really matter and they they sort of did this survey of 400 people and they explored the link between their everyday social exchanges and their sense of well-being so it could be um you know just getting text messages and responding yeah. it could just be in a lift and talking to people in the lift it could just be in the kitchen at work um and it's just about how important it is and how impoverished people can become if they don't have these little mini wow. interactions i mean half yeah. the time you don't want someone to talk to you in a lot of those situations no <laughs> but get away from me you creep but if it means a difference i guess what it is it's like if you're working with people or if you just see someone looking lonely and you just say how you doing or yes whatever. it means such a lot doesn't it to people it does he says a healthy social oh no this is robin dunbar from the university of oxford he says a healthy social biome is the key to a healthy body and mind. Oh, um, and, and they all say that small talk is more nutritious than we think. Um, and you have to look at energy to connect, connection ratios. Oh. So it's things like those little easy moments of contact, asking a colleague how their weekend was. I mean, it's a bit boring, but, you know, yeah, you should really. Um <laughs> <laughs> what about asking about their dreams? Is yeah, there, there I love telling people about my dreams. <laughs> Chatting about the traffic with a waiter. Oh. Like those things can have a really powerful um, effect compared, like when compared with the amount of effort they require. And they're really good for mood regulation. So small talk is disparaged as being awful. But, you know, showing people that you're glad you're sharing a space with them is critical. So it's interesting, okay. isn't it? I mean, you can sort of see it, can't you? Because when you do talk to people and, you know, you feel like they've had a bad day and you say something to them that kind of lights them up a bit, you kind of go, gosh, you really needed that nice chat with me. Not me, but someone. With someone. About yes. something. Well, it's interesting because I always say you get the service that you deserve from waiters. Yes, you do. And I mean, I don't know that you do say that, but you no, do get that. But you do get that. Mm. And like me and Timmy, you know, 
I don't think we've ever had bad service, honestly, very, very rarely. But then we always guest bag with the waiters. Probably we're annoying, to be honest. But we do always check in with the waiters and we have, you know, and I, but maybe that's a bigger thing is that you check in, you know, you say hello to the bus driver and, you know, he was, Mr Hall was, or Professor Hall is saying, if you live alone and feel socially starved, you know, a mild chat about the weather with a stranger in a queue at the post office can be really Aww. important. This whole loneliness thing, it just... Oh, it's huge. It's an yes. epidemic, isn't it? It's really... Epidemic. It's like, just as um, sort of scary in a way as COVID in that it's... Because it doesn't have any age, just sort of... No. No, it doesn't matter that you're 75. You can be lonely or you can be 33 and lonely That's right. or whatever. He says... Um, Although older people get more lonely. They do. And that show's back this week, isn't it? I can't watch it because I cry too much. Oh, oh yes, old, people's, old home. people's home. I can't watch yeah. it, Claire. Don't I won't make it. Don't make me watch it. Everyone keeps trying to make me watch it, and I just can't. I cry too. I'll cry too much. Yeah, I'll be beside myself. <laughs> anyway, here's five ways to nourish your so- okay. social biome. Loneliness is social hunger. Feed yourself. So you're going to have to get in a position, and you're going to have to phone a sibling or join a sports club. You know, you're going to. Well, have... Maybe that's why I, so, I enjoyed so much my brother coming. Of course. Up. Yeah. Don't forget about Zoom, even if you really, really want to. It's that, um, healthy routines of online contact is critical at the moment. Mm-hmm. Prepare for some social renegotiations. Um, so, basically, is saying, <laughs> don't know, make sure you go to weddings and funerals. Um, oh. Invite people to things. I think that's a really good one, isn't it? Ask yeah. people to coffee. Yeah. Say, so, do you want to get a coffee or do you want to go for a walk? And the other one is climb the ladder of communication. So you prioritise um, what you're doing. So direct messaging is better than sharing a meme. Right, okay. Yes, yes. and then you sort so of go... So actual interaction is better than just yeah. liking someone's post yes. or whatever. Yes, yes, that's right. Okay. And the top of the ladder is face-to-face conversation. Isn't the it The most though? nourishing of all forms of social contact. Yeah. Isn't that right, Claire? That's lovely. It's lovely. Um, the other thing about lockdown mm. is that people aren't. Well, I don't know. If, are people exercising less or more? What do you think? Um, I think people were exercising more. Yeah. Now I'm not so sure because it was an excuse to get out and about. Well, also because everyone was like being flooded with. Here's mm. your online workout. Here's yes. your, you know where to be fit. You've got some incidental exercise. I do. Tips. Nothing I like more than a bit of incidental exercise. I love exercise. incidental exercise you stories. You don't have to think about it, do yes. you? You don't have to go anywhere or do anything. Go on. So yours were quite oh, good. I, I like these. I have to find it, though, so just give me one second. It was in The Guardian. Yes. Oh, no, I just have it here. I only read it because it, it says, think like a cat. Yes, which means lick your ass, probably. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, don't lick your ass. No. So what they're saying is is that um, this guy called Professor Emmanuel Stamatakis, who's an e- expert in physical activity at the Sydney Uni, um, said that incidental exercise is actually under-researched, but a paper he co-authored in 2018 found that sudden bursts of high-intensity incidental exercise, like running upstairs, for example, could be highly beneficial. Also could be very damaging to my knees, but we won't hold that against him. Um, and he... So some of the things that um, they have said, it's not him saying this, but the experts in the story have said, um, the first thing is that you should you should wake up and do a glute 
a glute bridge. So basically, oh. you, you know the bridge mm. where you put you. It's like you lift your hips yeah. up off the bed. You should do that. Old people who on do the bed them, or on the floor on the bed. That's fine. Put your knees bent, feet flat on the floor or bed, and lift your knees, hips, and shoulders off the floor, and squeezing the muscles in your bum. She's this um, trainer called Shelley Davis says that she has a 93-year-old client who does three in the morning before she gets out of bed, and she used to have to use an aid to get out of bed, and now she can get up herself. Ooh, Isn't that amazing? Amazing. Chores, um, weeding in the garden. I mean, we've heard that a million yeah. times. This is your, your cat. Yeah, what's the cat thing? The cat is um, think like a cat and stretch after a nap. So as soon as you get up in the morning, have a stretch. Mm. Um, doesn't have to be a yoga sequence or anything like that. Just literally, just a cat stretch, big stretch. You know when you do the cat, where mm. you, you arch your back and then you curl yeah, it the other way. I'm not very good at that. Cat yeah. cow, they believe they call it in some. You're a cat cow. <laughs> <laughs> You're a cat cow. Um, and then Samataka says you should like run upstairs, whatever, or get out of breath for a minute if you can, which of course none of us like. Um, if you don't have to drive somewhere, don't drive. So walk instead or cycle, um, use stairs, all those kind of amazing things. And then they say this amazing thing, mm. which is that... Um, oh. oh, no. Have you lost Oh, it? no, here we are. Um, this woman who was... Oh, it's just not on the printout, but a woman who was someone's patient... An old lady was sitting, used to sit and watch TV all the time, and so he got her to pick up marbles with her toes, and that just helped her coordination and her muscle tone and everything. So it was actually a really, really good thing to do. All so, right. Um, what size marbles? The little ones or the big ones? <laughs> and if I could pick up a small one with my toes. Mm. Maybe one of those giant ones that... I'd be worried about the marbles just being all over the floor and then me going down. Oh. I don't think you like, you like in a you cartoon. Don't, you don't like scatter Whoa. marbles. You don't have to scatter marbles like willy nilly across right. your floor. Get one marble, All put right. it on the ground, pick it up, put it back down again. Right. Um, this is this woman was eighty six and she had problems with her feet, so she strengthened her feet by um, watching TV and at the same time picking up marbles. Sounds ideal. Like I'd rather. I'm quite happy to do the TV. Mm. Marble part. I don't even know where you buy marbles from. I don't know. Do they even make marbles anymore? I don't know. Let yeah. us know. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> Should we do some culture club? Culture club. Culture club. You saw a film that I'm very... I've seen the trailer and I'm very much oh, keen to see. it's so good. Now, I paid $20 to see Gosh. it so that I could talk about it today. Oh, bless Because it's on Amazon Prime, but yeah. I think that but it not will free. be... It's not free. It's mm. $20. It is Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Mm. Oh, my God. It's just so beautiful. So it's one of my favourites. Kristen Wiig. Yes. And who's the other lady? Um, I can't remember her is name. Is she my other favourite? No. No. Oh, I don't know. She's very funny. Let me tell you who she is. Barb and Star. I think she's my other favourite. Oh, really? Mm. Who is it? Um, I'll tell you. She is... Oh, gosh. Annie Mumolo? Mumolo? Oh, no. I don't think I know her. <laughs> I'm going to look her up while you talk um, about yes. it. So, and it's just... It's a really... It's so stupid and yet so delightful. Basically, Barb and Star are late 40s women who work in a furniture showroom in the Midwest of America. They get fired from their jobs. And I, I mean, I'm not giving anything away. Their, their shop shuts down. And a friend of theirs has just come back from a holiday to from Vista Del Mar, which is this kind of imaginary place in um, Florida. 
And she says, oh, you should go on holiday. It's fabulous. And she just looks amazing. And they, they're a bit bored. They're a bit stuck in a rut. So they plan a holiday to Vistula del Mar and they go there. And then what ensues is a kind of crazy spy thriller, but also coming of age, refinding yourself in a midlife um, love story. Sweet. It's just, it's sweet, it's hilarious, it's so stupid, it's got like the most random people in it that I'm not going to give anything away about. Okay. Um, it's got a cast stories. of people that I really like. It's got so many good people in yeah. it. It's got... Um, I like Wendy McCl- What's her face? McClendon. <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> it's got um, Jamie Dornan in it, who yeah. plays the baddie, who one of them falls in love with. And it's just, it's just like... Oh, Andy Garcia. Yeah. He, That's got to be good. Yeah, he's not, he's only in it for a small amount of time. Oh. They've got lots of kind of really good kind of comic cameos. Yes, lots of people I recognise from um, from all the my favourite TV shows. And when you first start watching it, you go, oh gosh, I'm not sure if I can continue because it's so dumb. But then actually you just get really... I cried. Did you end. watch it on your own? Or I watched it on you? my own. No, I think it's, it's not really a husband No, movie. okay. It's just a real, it's just a beautiful, fun... Silly, yeah. good, fun. And I love Kristen Wiig so much. I so think much. So great. So Definitely I on highly my list. recommend it. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. And if you can go and see it, if you can just pay the money, then pay the money. It's worth hey, it for 20 your soul. Bucks. Worth it for your good. soul. Good on you. Mm. I've read a nice book. Yeah. It's called The Henna Artist. Yeah. And it's by Alka Joshi. And it's one of, um, it's got, you know, your wreath with the Spoon Sunshine Club sticker on it. Whatever a no, club's called, a book club, <laughs> um, and it's very lovely. Aww. It's really nice. It's about a a lady, and she's living in Jaipur in the nineteen fifties, and she does henna, the henna tattoos on and designs, and she does it for all the rich ladies in Jaipur. But she's like of a lower caste, but she's trying to make more of a life for herself and sort of elevate herself and save money to buy a house. Um, and it's just fascinating in terms of. Um, Indian culture, especially at that time, mm. and how you know the how caste the caste right. system, and then she has this sister arrives that she didn't know existed because she had a previous marriage that she ran away from an abusive husband, and so her parents disowned her, so she never mm. saw her parents again, and then this sister turns up, and then that sort of throws a bit of a cat among the pigeons, um, but no, it's lovely. I really recommend Is it. it. New? I don't know if it's new. Mm. Maybe last year or year before. I just picked it up. Mm. Why not? Why not? Why not? Um, Live a little. Yeah, and I very much enjoyed it. So big, big recommendation from oh, me. All recommendations yeah. here, isn't it? I read a couple of books which I would also recommend. Clara yes. and the Sun, which is by Kazuo Ishiguro. Yes. Who wrote Remains of the Day and those other books. Um, it's a bit odd, mm. but it's worth it. It's about a robot. Mm. Everyone switches off. Mm. <laughs> the world goes quiet. Goodbye. But it's about uh, artificial intelligence um, person. So it's in the future um, where everyone has an artificial intelligence friend and um, mm. she is bought by this family who've got a sick daughter who is that's who she's sort of bought for. And then the son, she gets powered up by the son, so she hopes that the son can help this daughter as well because she's she thinks that everything is healed by the sun and it's kind of what happens how she tries to make things better and all this kind of interwoven stuff it's quite 
Um, it's a bit sci-fi-y, but not too much. It's, a, it's actually really sweet. Mm. Um, and I just, I just wonder how on earth he came up with that idea. It's just blows my tiny mind that someone can come up with an idea yes. like that. And then I also read a book called Acts of Desperation, which is a completely different kind of book. It's by a woman called Megan Nolan. It's an Irish novel. That's new, brand new as well. And it's about a girl who's obsessed with her boyfriend and just the kind of level she'll go to keep him happy and, you know, how we all as women kind of put ourselves down to make a partner happy. And it's quite, with all this stuff going on with Married at First Sight... I was going to say, it sounds like maths at the moment. (laughs) It's a really interesting read because it's like... Oh, it's just awful that what we women do sometimes to let men, to make oh, men no. love us Massage their egos. Think that, you know, put ourselves, oh. put our needs so behind theirs. And, yes. and it's quite awful, like what she does, that she drinks heavily and she's very, um, she self-harms and stuff. Um, and it's thing. not all just because of this man, but it's just, you know, it's, a, it's really well written. It's a beautiful, it's a really good book as well. So I highly recommend that as well. well that sounds like a not very if cheery you, one. No, not a, cheery. But a good, a but good, a good book. one nonetheless. All right. Yeah. Well, I've just poured you another glass of Thank wine, you. Claire, because now we'll do snack, snack attack. attack. Snack attack, snack attack. And attack. we've got wine and snacks this week. Yeah, we let's, are living the life. Let's talk about your wine. Well, I just decided on the way in that um, I needed to buy something, so I went in and bought the Kylie Minogue Rosé, mm. which I haven't tried yet. No, it's been around for a while, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a few months now. Yeah. It's delicious. Um, it's actually really good. Mm. It's really good. It was $24 where I mm. bought it. I don't know if you, you probably can get it lots cheaper than that, but I was on my way here. It's really good. It's quite dry. It's yeah, French. very it's quaffable. Very delicious. Mm. Thank you, Kylie Minogue. Thanks, Kylie. <laughs> I bought some new snacks. Yeah. So these are Harvest Snaps. We've tried them in the past. when we they have. You bought some jalapeno yeah, something or other, didn't dill, you? Dill pepper yes. ones as well. Well, these are now chickpea baked crisps and they're little round puffs. Mm. They are puffs. Indeed, they are puffs. There's about three different flavours, but I got to try the shiracha and yuzu. It just sounds like a made-up phrase, it does, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Yuzu is like, they use it in Japanese cooking a lot. It's that mm. sort of it's a citrus. Fruit, isn't it? It's yeah. a citrus fruit. I mean, we never did do my um, <laughs> citrus fruit... Rated. No, usually but, wouldn't come high. No, it was. It, oh, was, it was, was quite. It is oh. quite high in my citrus fruit chart <laughs> because it's got a real. Um, it's a very unique taste, yuzu. Mm. And then, like, if you get a little yuzu sorbet, mm. sometimes you can get a yuzu daiquiri. It's really a yummy. Cit- it's not that super tart citrus. Right. I think these. Are, I didn't like them at first, but I actually think they're very addictive and yummy. They are addictive. They do have a... I just don't know who came up with the concept of sriracha and yuzu flavouring as a combined. They're also made with select chickpeas, as if, like, Yeah, someone's picking with chickpeas. Um, (laughs) I didn't mind them. I like them. No, don't mind them at all. I like them, and and with the Kylie Rosé, they're a lovely lovely counterpoint, flavour-wise. Oh, they're made in Japan, so that would explain... The yuzu. Oh, no, they're product of Thailand, but the company is Japanese so that would explain the flavours maybe right maybe look I, like I, them. Don't, I don't mind them <coughs> don't, I don't mind, mind them. them I don't think I'd buy them they'd be the kind of thing that would give my husband heartburn yeah very Moorish <laughs> aren't they very Moorish right whenever I have anything that's got too many kind of complicated flavour yes. profiles I just know not to take them home because he'll just say oh no that will give me heartburn 
straight yeah. away. All right. Mr. The fun police. He is, isn't he? The food fun police. police. food rules. <laughs> now, listen, you've got an important laundry update. Yes. Now, I don't know what this comes under. Like, is this a... I think it's just so... It's just standalone. Oh, it's, standalone, because it's so interesting. It's so interesting. Or it's indeed, a standalone. so boring. Yeah. Well, I, was, I am nothing if not inf- influenced by influencers on Instagram. Mm, and so I was um, flicking through my Instagram, and um, Roxy Jacinko mm. was spruiking some laundry sheets by a company called well, she paid White to because she's a PR lady. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, unless she unless she really there, likes them. looks after them company, yeah. you know. And it's a company called Wipe That. The um called what? Wipe That. Wipethat.com.au. Okay. And the um, laundry sheets are called the Laundry Project Eco-Friendly Laundry Detergent Sheets. Yes. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to buy them because I'm sick of having big bottles of laundry detergent in my house. Yes. But then I have to throw and they get crusty away. Well, and also they just—it seems like they. You, what are you supposed to do with them? You refill them. True. But you still True. then have the but refill bag, have, and you still have. Yeah. The, and you also still have the bottle, which gets in the way. Yeah. So these are sheets, right? So they are the size of an A5 envelope. And you put them into your washing machine with your load of washing. Mm. They say one. I've been putting two in because they right. smell amazing. What do they smell Lazy of? Sunday morning is the So scent. is that like that linen? clean laundry, yeah. sunshine, that kind Ooh, of smell. Lovely. You know those smells. Yeah, those smells. And you just basically put them in. They've got a bit of fabric softener in them as yeah. well, which doesn't really happen to much because I have a top-loading washing machine. Mm. So it makes no difference, really. But really smell delicious. I put two in instead of one, and I think I probably need two. I like the, sm- the I mm. like my washing to smell of washing mm. detergent, but really good. And they sensitive skin. They I think they have a sensitive skin range as well. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I don't. I mean, I haven't noticed any. No. I get really bad dermatitis and stuff, and I'm not itchy. Um, very they're kind of pricey, but. Again, I feel like they're not really that pricey. When you know yes. how Omo is like twenty two dollars for yes. two liters, they're about the same price as right. that. So, you, but you probably get if you do it what they say, they give you. I don't know how many is in the packet, maybe twenty. Mm. So you know, it's probably yes. a similar price. Um, but I kind of think they're good because they fit into cupboard. Oh, they're a lot smaller. They're biodegradable. Yeah. The packaging is small and paper, so you can put them in the recycling. Yes, highly recommend. Excuse me. There's a few, and then of course I go online, and there's a million different laundry sheets right. out there. So I'm not. I'm only. Well, we're very partial to the koala laundry liquid. Yes, but it's not available at the moment. Oh. Lots of things aren't available at the moment. Did you know that? No. And lots of prescriptions as well. People are having to go to three different chemists to get prescriptions. Why is that? Fog because of the floods. Maybe shipping? the floods. Maybe the shipping. Maybe the COVID. Mm, maybe it's the big, the big ship in the Suez Canal. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I love her. I'm um, obsessed with her. All right, well, somebody actually did it and put it in Sydney. They like, oh. it was funny. Mm. Anyway, you know, in a Mimi. And Mimi. Yeah. <laughs> now, Claire, I've got written down here egg hips. <laughs> yes. Can I don't you know what en- that means. Can you enlighten me? Well, this was your thing. Oh, did I send you that? Yes. Did I put it on the list? You did. But I can tell you what it is. Yeah, go on. Is that um, women have evolved with bigger hips, yeah. right? 
And everyone thought it's because we gave birth to babies mm. and we needed the, spe- the space for people's heads to come out, mm. as it were. Apparently not. You know what we needed the space for? Laying eggs. Actual eggs. Ba, ba, ba. But are they big eggs or little eggs? Well, they'd have to be big enough that you'd need... But they wouldn't be eggs for actual babies, would they? They must be have been eggs like the size prehistor- of a baby. No, prehistorically. They must have, we must have been... I have actually read the story. <laughs> we basically were evolved yes. from a creature yes, that, laid. W- that laid eggs. But it, that creature wasn't a human. No. Laying human eggs. No. But it was a creature. So it, back in the past, we would have laid eggs. I find that so... <laughs> like... Even talking about it makes yeah. my cervix like go right back up into my right. stomach. <laughs> I'm not sure that's quite the Possible. terminology, <laughs> but you know what I mean. I just do not the want the thought any... of laying an egg. Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want this? I did say earlier, actually, I did say that it sounded absolutely foul. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. You see, this funny thing is because I don't because we've always thought that we were primates, right? Yes. Which I guess doesn't I mean doesn't mean that we're not primates because well, maybe all primates came from animals that laid eggs. Yeah. Because we would have come from something that flew around that then became a creature in the trees that then became a creature on the ground or whatever. I guess that's the evolution yes. process. So should, somewhere along the way, you're going way, very deep here, but I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just can't understand how we can go from going, well, we all come from the same animals as chimpanzees, yeah. to suddenly we're like we're laying eggs. Yeah, it's fascinating, is isn't it? it? Is it fascinating or is it horrifying? Both. Mm-hmm. Um, I certainly won't be having a boiled egg for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I, a scrambled egg. I actually had a boiled egg this morning. Did you? It was delicious with soldiers. <laughs> My favourite. Let's do, and this is a segue, what's cooking? What's cooking? Now, I have made at least once every week for the last fortnight, so it's mm. only twice. Twice. Um, <laughs> vod- twice a trend? <laughs> yes. Vodka pasta. Mm. It's been around forever. It's an, it's an Indian, no, Italian-American mm-hmm. dish. Mm. And I've always seen it on menus in America and wondered what it was. So I Googled it. And and also, I think Gigi made it recently. She did. And, and she put her recipe up. And put her Insta. recipe up. Yeah. So I did a slightly different recipe. Anyway, I decided to try it and it's absolutely delicious. Vodka pasta. And it's a bit of a misnomer because you only use a tiny bit of well, vodka. No, half a cup. Yeah, but like, I mean, in the scheme of things... It's not like the pasta is made of vodka. No, or, but you can... It's you, a tomato sauce. With vodka. With vodka in it. But it does add something to it. Yeah. It does something, definitely. Yeah. And then I did one version that was just the tomato vodka, and then at the end you add in cream and parmesan, Yum. and just kept it very simple. Mm. But then I did another version that I added in peas and ham. Yes. And that was yum-yums. Yes. So my friend Holly... Hello, Holly. Hi, Holly. We'll call her Holly. That's her mm. name. She used to make a pasta for me and Mark and Lucy. Hello, Mark and mm. Lucy. <laughs> They'll love this because they're, they're big fans of the show. Oh. Um, that, um, we used to make one that had ricotta and peas and salmon in it and vodka. Wow. And bow tie pasta, oh, I think. I don't like bow tie pasta. Oh, yeah. I don't like the middle bit because it never it's always oh, a bit crunchy. Yeah. Mm. I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan of penne. Yeah, it's hard to make it out. Mm, okay. You could have probably made it with penne. Maybe mm. she did. Maybe I'm making up the bow tie yeah. pasta. But anyway, um, that had vodka in it too and we that was very classy. Mm. Um, I like anything that sounds a bit weird. Alcoholic. <laughs> anything that has vodka in it. Yeah. I'm there. Pretty much. Russia. <laughs> exactly. <Love laughs> Best place on earth. <laughs> um, they keep showing this promo for some 
TV show about Putin. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. And it's Putin on the bear. Now, listen, I'm not. That's not a real photo, is it? Putin never actually. I wouldn't have thought he would have been able to. Rode a bear, did he? He rode a horse. Yeah. Topless. Yes, but he didn't ride a bear, did he? Well, you know what? He may have. Okay, let's do some. <laughs> what hurts? No. I'm just being triggered by you know all the COVID shutdowns again. Yeah, it's funny how you say that because you hadn't put this on the list before I left the house today. No, and then I, I did. Yeah, no, but I and I had been thinking the same mm. thing. I was like, I feel a little bit insecure and weirded out yes. because COVID has sparked the up uncertainty. again in, in Queensland. It's the unknown and the uncertainty. And, and there's lots of stuff that I'm reading online about America being warned that it's going to be really bad yeah. again and. Um, somewhere is it Italy or somewhere's having yes, a really bad time? Third waves and, in France. Yeah, and I'd really dialed down on the alerts and everything, and you know, constant scrolling and updating. But because we're meant to be going to Brisbane on Thursday night for Easter, mm. and our flight is at six p.m., which is five p.m. Brisbane time, which is when the lockdown's due to end. Mm. It's like, what do we do? Do, I, do we just risk it? I mean, we'll know whether the lockdown's ending or not before we get on a plane. Yes. But, like, do we cancel now? Like, what do we do? I don't know. You know, and Gladys is saying, don't go. Yeah. If you, if you Not pre- specifically to you. Specifically, <laughs> she told me. I mean, if she's saying don't go, well, she says don't go for non-essential travel, but then is going to see your, like, sick mother-in-law, mother-in-law non-essential travel. No, I would I'd say, say it's possibly... Essential. I'd say that's actually essential travel. So it's a really tricky one, isn't it? Yeah. But then if we go, what if, and then Gladys said, I can't guarantee we won't have lockdowns. So what if you go and then you've got to go into ISO for 14 days? I can't face that. Well, there's a part of me that would quite like that, but that's just You me. think that now, but I you know, actually wouldn't. I know, I know, you actually wouldn't. I, I mean, also, I live my life in ISO, more or less. Yeah. Um, look, I feel like... It's just we all need to calm down again. again. There's no point in in spiralling. No, let's not spiral. So it's a good tip mm. not to spiral, mm. to think about how you've dealt with this in the past, which is you just wait and see. Right? Yeah. Wait it out, see what you can do. Yeah. If you can't go this weekend, you can go the weekend after. I know. You know? Look, it's just you know what I have to say as well, just the people, you know, I know we have three listeners in Europe, um, and it's just awful, it's just relentless. We've got Lindsay in Spain, we've got Moira in London, my mum's in London. Hi, Maureen. Hi, Maureen. Hi, Moira. Hi, Moira. Um, And, you know, they're still in lockdown and it's just, it's been, it just goes on and on and on. Anyway, that's what's hurting me now. Yeah. Just to finish off, so to speak, Claire. (laughs) um, So there's a new ad campaign, right, to Mm. get people to go to South Australia. Mm -hmm. And it's a, the, the, the. Slogan? The campaign is Taste South Australia, which Mm -hmm. must be like a little government body or whatever, Mm -hmm. tourism body. And they've launched a new campaign. So South Australia is obviously south for everyone in this country. Yes. Apart from Tasmania. Oh, right. And (laughs) anyway, gosh, sorry, my geography is out of sorry. Sorry. Anyway, um, but the campaign, Claire, is Go Down South With Your Mouth. Mm-hmm. Now listen, I do have a dirty <laughs> mind, right? But I you are a thirteen-year-old boy. <laughs> I am a thirteen-year-old boy. Let me say it again for you, right? Mm-hmm. Go down south with your mouth. Yes. Sorry, what do you immediately think of? I don't you don't miss. have to spell it out. <laughs> 
I mean, it does make me immediately go, snap, snap, Do you go? <laughs> <laughs> you now listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't. Oh. No. Oh, you're talking about ladies. Ladies. Yeah. You're talking about ladies. Maybe oh. I'm just se- selfish. <laughs> And on that note... <laughs> but what I want to know is, have they done it on purpose? Well, they might have. So that every, people like us go, oh, it. go down. It's a bit like, see you in the NT. Yeah. Is it that? Or is it nobody's realised? Or do they just think it's I would clever? hope that someone would realise before. Yeah. I mean, surely. But it's probably someone like me sat in a meeting and went, well, I just think you're talking about, you know, sex acts. And they, someone said to someone like me, well, you're just you know a pervert or you just have a one track mind they would go and nobody in their so right brilliant. minds would think like that no i think they go it's quite brilliant because right. it's got a double meaning do you think it's, it's filthy and funny do you think it's brilliant um is it going to make you go to south australia no you've made you though hasn't it well i am going but not because <laughs> of that <laughs> but maybe a little bit um, no i mean i'd go down south coast you know, like I go to Molly Mook. See, now that sounds filthy. <laughs> I go to Molly Mook. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry, I was late. I was. Uh, <laughs> I just, was in Molly Mook. I just went to Molly Mook. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realise at the time I was in Molly Mook. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Too well, childish thank you for so words. Much. Thank you so much for thank coming, you. as it were. Oh. And. Um, uh, we'll see you next week. Come to the PDAs, which is our Facebook group. Okay. And me or the listeners? Or anyone who can be bothered. Um, we'll see you next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.